Marley was dead to begin with. There's no doubt about that. He was as dead as a doornail. Marley and Scrooge were business partners once. But then Marley died, and now their firm belonged to Scrooge, who was a stingy and heartless old man. Once upon a time, on Christmas Eve, old Scrooge sat busy in his office. It was very cold outside, and in Scrooge's office it was not much warmer either. Suddenly, a cheerful person entered the office. It was Scrooge's nephew. A Merry Christmas, Uncle! God save you, Fred said. Bah, said Scrooge. Humbug. Welcome to Dice and Die, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) My name's Luke. I'm your host, your GM, your best friend. And uh, you can catch me in a theatre near you soon (laughs) as Scrooge McDuck. Uh, we are the Dice and Dice Show. We are your weekly Dungeons and Dragons and sometimes other uh, stuff podcast. Um, but at the moment, it's Christmas, hopefully, maybe. I don't know. Perhaps it's January or, or June or July. Maybe it's a heat wave. Maybe COVID's still going on. Perhaps we're living on the moon or undersea. Who fucking knows? Um, but we're here. We're queer. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, with me tonight, I am joined by, actually, uh, for the Christmas special, if you haven't worked it out by now in the past three episodes, our special guest GM, Sean St. Nicholas Lee. <laughs> you guys give up or you're thirsty for more. <laughs> I don't know what that was. That was Gollum there. Classic Gollum. Classic Gollum. Uh, Gavin Bourne. Good evening, all. Good evening. Even Gunnar and Lisa Horton. Hello. Hello, love. You all right? Yes, thank you. Good, 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 good. I mean, it's Christmas, man, and we're in lockdown still, and we discussed this before. Everything's a bit depressing. Um, perhaps we're seeing our family, perhaps we're not. I don't really know. Not sure what this tier three lock means for, for the Christmas break rules that have come out. Well, but... nothing's been released yet, but I mean... Gavin was saying anyone he's he he's heard on the grapevine that you're not going to be able to see three households. You're only going to be restricted to two. But yeah, there's talk about it. I've, all I've seen is that tomorrow night, tomorrow midnight is when we go into tier three. So, right, I thought uh, it would already happened. Okay, so, yeah, when, when you know twelve one sort of thing, and then uh, right. the rules of tier three would go against you know what the what well, yeah, but they're they're basically scrapping the tier system, aren't they, for those four days or something? Yeah, yeah. that's how it's the idea across the entire UK. Um, so yeah, so anybody for our, the, the few international listeners we've got, which by the way, I mean, did you guys notice we had uh, a new guy join our Discord server yesterday? Uh, I can't remember the person's name, and they're like, yeah. "Oh, I'm in Canada and I'm listening to your show," and he's like. Um, Oh, I'm eagerly awaiting to find out what's happened to Pock because of the podcast release. It, that Pock's just got shit with the orcs when he's been like ambushed with a car, and it's and a couple of people have said that as well to me on Twitter. It's like, oh, I can't wait to find out what's happened, and I'm like, well, <laughs> um, wait, wait and see. Yeah, so that's cool. So we've got some for those international listeners. Um, it's currently 
15th of December, we have this weird tier system. So it's tier one, tier two, tier three, uh, tier three being the most severe. And depending where you are, there's more restrictions in place as to whether you can or can't see friends and family. So like in tier three, all pubs and restaurants are closed, but then like in tier one, they're open and you can go to them as long as you're having a meal and things like that. It's, it's weird. It's all fucked up and stupid, but yeah. Um, yeah, these guys are going into tier three in their area. Who knows what that's going to mean for Christmas? Well, according, to, um, according to The Sun, it says uh, Christmas crisis, COVID UK news. Boris told to scrap Christmas coronavirus plans and keep London and the rest of the UK in tier two and three lockdowns. I think it should be. I, I, I mean, I you know what? Like, I yeah. want to see my family. I want to go see my mum. Uh, she's on her own. Yeah. I want to see my sister and my my nieces and nephews. Uh, but it's just... Is it worth it? Is it really worth yeah. screwing everybody? I know. And, you know, because we've had this peak again. The reason we've had this peak, of course, is because we come out of fucking lockdown. We had a lockdown in... in October, was it? October we yeah. were in lockdown. So, uh, and in yeah. f- middle of November, all of a sudden, boom, peak. And here we are now, a couple of weeks later, we're still dealing with that. Like, oh, it's just, rid- I, I know it's Christmas, oh, I, you know, but... Like, it's, it doesn't make any, like, if you're going to keep the schools open, then all of it's irrelevant. All of it's irrelevant. 100%. 100%. <laughs> the schools, there you go, job done, it'll probably fuck off. Yeah, I mean, right. I've, I've said this before on several episodes uh, that we've discussed this you know like I, I have an email every other day from the school saying somebody else has been had a positive you know like well I had an email from the head teacher the other day of my oldest school and um saying like I know you want to close this is the last week of school I know you're telling us that you really want us to close but the gut we and, and go to remote online learning but the government have uh, told us we can't and that they're going to fine us if we do so you're going to have to come to school like that's bad yeah you know um i mean my understanding of it is if you can do remote you can do remote well if you can at work you know i've been working at home now remotely since april you know why can't if the kids are capable of working remotely from home why can't they well it's you know where i work we have put forward two or three different plans for doing part remote so we bring the students in on a limited timetable in groups of six where we give them like you know studio time or rehearsal time whatever they need uh and in in-person time everything else is done remotely like we we feel like we can handle that for a certain period of time um and it's just got knocked back or even just not acknowledged you know it's it, it uh, so we carry on as normal yeah and like, right. so we've, we've been we've not done a single remote lesson since lockdown lifted we've done everything in person full classes you know as much social distancing as we could possibly put in place, which is basically none. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. that's it. Like that's what that's what we're stuck with. It works a few ways, as though like at Emily's place, like they did a thing where I think the class were in in a large room and it was all boxed off doing their their lesson, and the teacher was zooming into the classroom <laughs> teaching the class. Yeah, I had to so do that. That as well. Like it. It's yeah, when I self-isolated, I had to zoom into my classroom where the kids were. Yeah. Um, it works. But you do need someone on that end to kind of run it and stuff. It's, yeah. it's, it's complicated because I've got kids that need that need to go to college. Mm. They, they can't be at home for whatever reason, and there's usually a multitude of reasons. You know, even sending them off for like half-term and Christmas break, normal, no, no COVID is a worry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, some like, we had a kid this week who got the news that they had self-isolated it was just not cool at all like but life or death situation so 
it comes down to the fact that schools and colleges and places are, you know, they're social care as well. They're not just a place of education. Mm-hmm. P- parents need parents need to work and earn money. It, if the government isn't supporting it at every level, then they can't close the schools. They can't close the schools and say to parents, all right, you've got to look after your kids now and teach them from home and not pay them. Yeah, yeah. And money to support that. It's a very, very complicated issue, and I get it. And it's easy for me to say, as a you know, we have a safe environment for kids to sit at home in. But you're hundred percent right. It's very complicated. There are children that are abused at home. Children that don't have food at home. Um, You know, kids that independently. I think people like, especially where I work. 16 to 18 year olds who have keys to their own place that, Mm -hmm. that for whatever reason they've ended up in that situation just need support outside yeah, yeah. no I, I get that i do get that actually to be fair yeah. uh it's a very very complicated but, issue and, and I, I i agree that this is not the safest way for them to you know it's definitely like well, the, the thing is that they, they're, they're working on the on the assumption that most young people you know from like 30 30 down really maybe even older than that are very very unlikely to have a severe case and and get really severely ill from from the disease and that's fair enough i think the risk comes really from those young children who uh, who are they spreading it to you know they yes okay they they might catch it and they might kids are resilient and they just crack on and would probably even barely notice that they're ill but they're coming home and giving it to their parents and maybe you have support bubbles and then you go and give it to your grandparents or you know you think they're okay because they're kids and so you go food shopping with them because you don't have any choice but to take them food shopping and then who are they infecting at you know in the public and that that's the risk you know but at the same time i also know that school and further education as well is a safe place for a lot of people you know it's very complicated but you know what the number of um number of our staff that are down my manager bless him has has the dreaded long covid he's had covid for like six months now wow um caught you know we assume got it from this was like pre-test and trace app and stuff that he actually caught it the first time around um but you know he's gonna have permanent damage from his case you know he's a frontline worker and that's what's going to happen to people i don't know if there's a right way to protect everyone Mm -hmm. no one of emma's friends mates is like they had covid and they they still haven't got their taste back wow it's just like the weirdest thing ever like and she just eats food and there's no flavor whatsoever it's just like yeah in in an attempt to somewhat what would you eat if you weren't able to taste anything, uh, um, what would I? I don't know. Like, I, <laughs> mate, <laughs> you say that. talking by the way. I, I, <laughs> well, if you couldn't, mate, I'm, I'm not being funny, right? But like, uh, I'd hate to be able to not taste that. Actually, As, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, Just yeah. make a nine volt battery, mate. All fine. day long, if I could. <laughs> <laughs> wow, really learning things about me. <laughs> I was purely going to suggest, like, I don't know, melon or something. <laughs> I like melon as well. Cucumber, I fucking hate it. I, I hate cucumber. Saying, cucumber. Yeah, I, I don't think I would eat anything that I don't like. Like, I mean, like, I, I can't stand tuna, but I wouldn't start eating tuna if I couldn't taste it. I'd just be like, I don't But you like it. pussy? Mum, mate, if your, if your missus's pussy tastes like Sorry. tuna, then you need to tell her to go and have a wash. <laughs> like, I'm just being disgusting here, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> 
Love it. I'll leave, you, I'll leave yeah. you with one little funny story. Just going back to the whole COVID thing, because that's always a barrel of laughs. I was in uh, <laughs> I was in my little Santa hut. Eating I, love- <laughs> I don't know if I know if this is how it's linked from eating pussy to you in your Santa hut. I'm not quite sure I want to know. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> this family come in. And oh, God. Boy, about 10, right? Oh, Jesus. Sean, go, this is a family show. show. Give him all the presents. And then on the way out, I was like, oh, well, hopefully next Christmas will be a little bit better for everyone. And the 10 year old on his way out, waving, turned around and went, oh, tell me about it. I've had to isolate twice. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my room right now. You piece, of- <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> Santa says you're a piece of shit. Get out of my garden. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, we've been lucky. I mean, uh, we we right at the very beginning, back in March, we isolated. I think it was Tasha had symptoms back then, and then I know, I know, I know a few people that before the COVID thing was announced said that they've probably had it and been, mm. you know, had all the symptoms and gone, shit, yeah, I probably had it and didn't know. Yeah, exactly. You know what? And, and I think we've actually, I think we've had this conversation before on here at some point. Yeah. But um, Katasha, for like nine, ten months, was training to be a, a healthcare assistant in yeah. the hospital. You know, for one reason or another, she, she stops. But uh, over Christmas period, so last year, November, December, January, she was working in the respiratory ward at the Ipswich Hospital and she said it was the like ever apparently all of the staff and nurses on her ward were saying it's the busiest it's ever been and then it was only afterwards come march you know april time they were like shit that was actually probably covid and no one no one ever realized it but at the time like going back to this time last year we were all really fucking ill we had this persistent cough we wouldn't go anywhere so we wonder because the fact that actually actually we're quite lucky i think that we've been so fine this year with the kids at school and whatnot that i want wonder if actually we had it last year but i mean tasha had the antibody test and it it didn't show anything but apparently that was a load of bollocks like that apparently like the antibody test tells you you either had it and you got antibodies and that's it <laughs> like so you might have you might have you might have had it and not got antibodies or you might not yeah. have ever had it like there's actually like it was a pretty shit fucking test that they were rocking out in the summer yeah. uh, i don't think they know even if you have antibodies how long they last or mm. if they are 100% effective. I think all it can really tell you is if you had it and you could do the antibody test, not have antibodies and still have had COVID. It's yeah, exactly. Pointless. <laughs> people, I think people have, the, you know, there are people who have had it, had it and been diagnosed with it more than once. So, yeah, yeah I mean, mental. Um, new strain. Hopefully. Oh, this yeah. new strain. Yeah, I see that. But I mean... It's just the cold, isn't it, that's developing into slightly different versions of cold. Not I've read cold. up on it a little bit today, and it's just, a, you know, scientists saying that that's exactly what this will do. It will yeah, mutate, and it's quite normal, you know. I, I, and I think, it will be, I, th- I think in the future, it will become somewhat like a flu virus. We'll get over it, generally speaking, and we'll carry on with our lives, and it will just be a case of every year, they'll be like, here's a vaccine for the new strains that we are, are around, you know, because... Whilst it is a bit more dangerous than the flu, it's a similar style of virus, you know. So I think it's just because it was new and it's shocking and we didn't know how to combat it, which is why it's been so 
<laughs> deadly, you know. Um, and I'm so thankful that it hasn't really, really impacted me so far. I mean, the closest it's come to impacting me as a family was you, Lise, and I'm so glad that you and your family were safe from it. So, um, out massively. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the fact that you all sort of had it and, like, no, it didn't. Yeah, you had a, a couple of days where you were a bit hot. It's mental, isn't it? Like, mm. do you know oh, I, I, mean? I never had it. I never, I've I always tested, personally never tested negative, always tested negative. Yeah. Every test I've ever had tested negative. Um, Remy was, yeah, she was a bit warm for three or yeah, four days. Bit, bit, yeah. bit I mean, to be honest, it was a temperature that we would have normally taken her into hospital to sort out. Yeah. yeah. But because we knew, one, what they would do in hospital and, Two, that was the last place you wanted to take someone in June. Like ever. Um, we just managed it from home with the help of the, you know, the nursing team that we have. Mm. And it was and she was fine. And considering, Good. you know, for so many reasons that she probably shouldn't have been. Thank fuck for that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um so on on that uh, sunshiny note, um, let's let's fucking play some D and D, eh? So um way to the end of this thing which i'm not even sure oh luke cruz <laughs> just joined us finally uh the last uh, thing i wanted to say before we do go back into this because we do have to get this cracking is i just wanted to say thank you yeah. to psych unsent who is literally just been chatting to himself in, in the, the, the twitch chat all evening you're a fucking star mate but um we've been talking about covid and uh he's one of the last things he said was if it wasn't for covid though we wouldn't oh, yeah. have this awesome stream slash podcast. And you know what? That's that's brilliant. Yeah, and the fact that... Um, yeah. And it's very true, in fairness. We would yeah. never have got together if it wasn't for this. No. But yeah. at the same that. time, you know yeah. what, mate? Like, you and a few select other people are here week in, week out. And, you know, we really appreciate it. And yes, of course, of all, all, all the however many... Hun- the hundreds of people that download the podcast every week, you know, um, we really do appreciate it. So thank you. Let's um, play some mother, mother funts in Dungeons and <laughs> Dragons. Over to you, Sean. Oh, yeah, lovely. Uh, I won't bother with a recap because I'll probably cut all this out. So uh, if you've been watching, you know what's been going on. If you've not been watching, watch Home Alone and it's pretty much exactly the same fucking thing. <laughs> We find ourselves with a giant spider and three shivering, nervous uh, adventurers all looking for their friend, Puck. You are up first against this bloody spider. I like this. This bloody, bloody spider turns up. What happens next? Bloody Bloody spider spider turns up, it does. (laughs) I guess I better... um, There's no point in talking to it. I suppose I better attack it. Absolutely. Uh, we all know it's Buzz's spider. Just fucking kill it. Is it Buzz? Is that his name? Go kill him. Buzz. Yeah. 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 Uh, I did not clock that. So nice one. <laughs> Good catch. <laughs> it's got to be worth yeah. some inspiration. Oh, yeah. Well, do you know what? <clears throat> well done. Who was that? Who guessed it? Luke. Well done, Luke. You can have some inspiration. You Thank you, Jim. No worries. So no worries. I just. I just attacked, um, I rolled a four, uh, a four plus six, ten. Ten, it doesn't quite make it. You lash towards this this spider, but it's, it's big heavy legs distract you and you miss it. Yeah. yeah. What else? Have you got any more? <laughs> so, I'm like off my tits on medicine at the minute. <laughs> on that nightmare. <laughs> can, can I, can I, uh, I can't use my sneak attack because I haven't hit, so. No. I've not got fucking um, And I can't. I can't use my other attack because I'm going to run away. Run away. <laughs> Have you using your 
bonus action to yeah that's it's my disengaged yeah my rakish audacity oh lovely the the spider is very annoying it can't get you right i've not i'll be honest with you i've not read its stats properly so this might be a bit more powerful than i thought it was here we go giant spider giant spider should be all right yeah yeah easily it's gonna take a little step forward there it is and uh it's gonna go for who's that Millicent I mean I don't continue (laughs) well it's all right because it rolls uh 8 9 10 11 12 13 to hit Uh, what what number was that it was a 13 that was all the numbers Uh, miss (laughs) um and I think that is all it yeah fuck it lovely it misses Phew, Millicent says out loud to the party. Phew. <laughs> uh, um, I think that's the end of its turn. Millicent, you're up. Um, I'm actually kind of squishy right now, so I'm going to neck a potion. Looks like that is full hit points from our new Oh, home yeah, sorry. Yeah. Oh, nice one. You take 4d4 plus... No, 2d4 plus 2, so 10. You're, you're, you're saying that it just automatically does 10 points does. of healing. Of healing, Bosh, you're welcome. Thank you very much. Um, that's an action, so action. I will do nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of had to do that, yeah. So, uh, I'll just, I'll just, I'll hold the door is behind you, is slightly ajar as, as, as the camera swoops down and sees Droop standing in a puddle of burglar blood. <laughs> cool, <laughs> you are up, Droop. I need to ask. Am I still? So I, I just killed. <laughs> I just killed Marv. Uh, I, I went into a into a rage and killed Marv because they were yeah. robbing my friend Pox's house, and I assumed they were in on it. Um, am I still raging? Please. This, as he fell to the floor, the spider popped into existence. Good. So I would because I only have a limited amount of rages per day. So we want to waste another one. Cool. I, so, I, gave, I gave you cheese to. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, cheese spider. <laughs> ah. So I'll get charge while still raging then, and attack the spider. And I roll a natural one, but I've got inspiration. I'm going to use that inspiration. Yeah. Lovely. Go for it. Reroll. I uh, roll a two. <laughs> so uh, that'll be a that'll be a seven. But at least it's not a. Uh, that... Those blood hairy legs are causing problems for everyone. They are very uncouth and somewhat distracting. Uh, next up, Burr, you get a seven. Burr. Hairy Mary. Okay. No, behind it. Flank it. Behind it. Yeah, but if I if I flank it. I can't disengage because I won't have any movement left. I only get 25. Where were you? There? I was there, yeah. I was only 20 foot. Yeah, I still can't. Well, is that flanks there then? Yeah, because you're opposite. As long, okay. as, as long as you're directly opposite someone. Ah, fair enough. I'll do that then. Attacking with advantage. I mean, a two. Let's see if I can roll a one. <laughs> a one! No, oh, no. no. Wait, that's got to be statistically two, impossible. What I've rolled, a, I rolled literally a one and a, a two. One and a two, and I rolled a two and a one. Put those dice Dick. in the bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and so I'll disengage. Disengage. So run away. You've just jumped over the banister and landed on the stairs. Yeah, oh, yeah I can't go that way, can I? <laughs> uh, all right, I see what you mean. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. technically, you're still within five feet there, but I mean, I, I won't worry about it. Well, Don't worry about it. Nah. Have you not used the bonus set? 
What else you got for us? Anything? No, I can't do anything else. No, because I haven't hit. So, I mean, you, oh, you, you I, could, in theory, I mean, if, you, if instead of disengaging, you could, in theory, make a second attack. Oh, because I've got my short sword, haven't I? Yeah, yeah you're still yeah. strained, so you haven't disengaged. Oh, good point. All right, I'll, I'll use my short sword, uh, which is just 1d6, isn't it? But you should have to roll, roll to hit, yeah. But yeah. have to roll to hit. Okay, I'll roll with advantage to hit a 10 plus 6, so 16, or a 3. So, yeah, 16. Uh, that hits... Right, and I roll my D6, which is well, just one D6. Yeah, but five. You, but then you can still do your sneak attack damage as well. So that's another two D6. Oh, okay. So a five, a three, and a two. So yeah. ten. Ten points of damage. Ten Extra. points of damage. Half of what you've already done. Or all together. All I've done. Wicked. Anything else? No. Cracker lacking. So burn that into your turn. Mm-hmm. Scary, scary Spider Man. Turns around to Burr. He is very yeah. <laughs> like a kid's book. Finally, uh, he's going to make an attack on you. This time with something a little bit different. If, if he uh, if, if he turns yeah. away, does that mean he's uh, got a does uh, Millicent get an attack of opportunity for turning away from her? And if he leaves my range, only if he leaves your range. Okay, I'll try to leave my range. Yeah. Uh, so that what, is, what did you roll, Rachel? Like a 23 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Uh, that hits. So, Gavin, a big yes. web just comes rushing at you from inside the spider's little dangly mouthy thing. Uh, um, target is restrained. The spider is anatomically incorrect. Uh, I'm what? Make, I think web comes out their butt, guys. Yeah, web it does come out their butt. He didn't turn around. He just sort of... He just shat on him. <laughs> I'm just going to uh, read this out loud loud quickly guys then you can decipher it for me because I'm crap at this sort of stuff uh, the target one creature is restrained just let I, I just I, sometimes I get confused the target is restrained by webbing as an action the restrained target can make a DC 12 strength check oh I shouldn't have said that first right. the web on the success so that's on your next turn you can roll that's not immediately you get to roll a check for it is that right no. yes Wait, okay. you said two things. Sorry. <laughs> no or yes. Gav is restrained until he has another action. Right, okay, yeah. So it will say that you're restrained and then at the start of your turn or the end of your turn, you can make the action or something like that, it normally says. Lovely. Okay, doke. Sorry about that. Just wanted to say, we're all learning. Lovely right. stuff. Uh, <laughs> so uh, it's going to do that and stay put. Millicent, you are up. Um, I'm going to try hit this thing. Uh, I believe... That because you have restrained Gav, that no longer gives me advantage because he's, he's not, not a threat. threat. Straight roll. Here we go. What are you doing? Can't do maths for some reason. We're rent 21. Uh, that does hit. I've just read Psych Sunset. Uh, his comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was smiling there. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's a Christmas special. Pock is in charge like a panto. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. That hit, sorry, Millicent. It does. That is five points of damage. Five points of damage. Booyah. It it's got to be nearly man. dead. It is. It's, uh, things are getting quite hairy for the spider. I. In, in, sorry, just to finish me. Sorry. Not, I'll endeavour to take my dagger out for the next turn, so I've got two weapons. Continue, Luke. Okay. Does her scream pressure group you up? I am going to. Uh, do a, a barbarian thing called a reckless attack 
which yeah. means that I get to roll with advantage. That's all I'm going to tell you for now. I get to roll with advantage. Um, so I am going to use my last dice fucks me over. I'm going to use the one that I got sent from Flash Fantasy that they made themselves, the unique dice, with my blood spattered dice and roll a reckless attack. Yeah. You'll never guess what I just rolled. Two and a one. <laughs> Two and a one, no. I rolled a 17 on both dice. Both dice came up 17. Uh, so that's 20-something to hit. Lovely, that hits. Brilliant. Uh, so that will be... Oh, nice, I rolled a 5, uh, plus 3, plus 2. So another 10 points of damage. As, as Droop's just, like, screaming. And he just swings mass open blows leaving himself uh open shall we say <laughs> the spider did not like that at all is that the end of your turn i got fuck all that i can do however it's just also just occurred to me that uh millicent you should be rolling with advantage because you're next to me Ooh, oh uh, we're yeah uh, i've got like uh, the totem of the wolf uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, you... 20 now double that damage i didn't <laughs> there you go. It's lovely. Right. So, uh, moving on, Burr. Burr, I need to roll something to get out, do I? You do. Roll me a strength check if you'd like to try and break three from the webbing. 16. Uh, yeah, you uh, you managed to rip this webbing away from you. Uh, that is your action. Uh, so, if you'd like to follow up with anything else that you've got, yeah, sneaky rogue you. That means I can use my second attack, so I will attack. A word for it. <laughs> That's a, that's a brilliant thing about me, DM, and you can get away with fucking murder. <laughs> sure. that's, oh, a yeah, dirty, dirty, that's a dirty 20. Dirty 20, that hits. I get three of these because I use my sneak attack. So, like before, a five, a two, and a six. As you bring, what are you using? Your uh, your rapier? No, it's my short sword. Your short sword. So, it's all that damage, yeah? Yeah, yeah. five, six, and a two, so it's Thank 13. You. Can scream at it as you bring down your your short sword. Just as it touches the hair on its leg, the spider falls to the floor dead because it had <laughs> one, one hit point left. <laughs> <laughs> Trims some hair off its leg and just collapses on the floor. It is finito, as they say, in another language. Um, can I take a piece of this spider to eat later? please <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> perfect should you have explored the kitchen what you would have discovered that on your plate uh, was there just a nice little uh, what's the word a, um, a smorgasbord of and a moose bouche <laughs> and a moose bouche of all lovely right okay so the door that you heard close when the spider appeared is the one that is uh, to your very little south east west <laughs> what's well, so, this one or this one uh that one that you clicked first of all this one right come on in guys because we've only got like half an hour to finish this adventure let's go knock 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 just yeah, impossible. Kick, as well. kick, kick it down burr we all know how good you are at kicking their doors do it i'm taking a run up <laughs> charge Right, call me a, uh, you want me to roll a strength check? Yes, please. Okay. A two, for fuck's sake. I'm going to do a hip replacement after this. <laughs> <laughs> See Bert run up to a door and 
He's prone at the minute. Can I go up? Can I go up to the door and pull it? Door opens towards you, but suddenly you hear. Roll me a a stay dexterity check, please. Can I see what's coming towards me? Can. Who's got to roll the check? Everyone. Uh, just Millicent and Burr, actually. Oh, okay. You're all right, actually, uh, Drew. I, 12. Saving throw or check, sorry. Uh, saving throw, sorry. Uh, 22. 22. Millicent sees it coming. There is a absolutely massive, uh, like, flight case of some very heavy metal things. Just yeah. bouncing its way down the stairs. It was tied to the door handle on the inside. And, uh, Millicent manages to jump out of the way, just sort of pushes Droop back on her, and you both fall prone. But you've just managed to get back up as you suddenly see coming towards you this fucking thing, and it just absolutely smacks you in the face. Um, it knocks you over. You are prone, but you, you don't take any damage from that. It's lucky. It is. I've realised I'm now looking at the wrong trap, but... Uh, well, it's, uh, it's the right bit for the movie. The right bit from the movie... I haven't got any damage written down for some reason, so we'll leave it as that. You are you're all flat on your ass, and this thing just glides down the corridor and smashes against the wall at the further end of the corridor. Oh, why are you a little? Oh, yeah, little. <laughs> <laughs> Run out of quotes. I I don't know really Marv's quotes. Yeah, yeah. I know there's a joke about how like um like he he doesn't like for a gangster like he doesn't swear or score anything at all he's just like like a maniacal cartoon bad guy well that's 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 quite interesting because that that movies that made us um says about how joe pesci couldn't stop swearing on set (laughs) he he had to come up with that whole uh muttley way of speaking just to stop himself swearing (laughs) and and everyone was shit scared of him as well (laughs) yeah he he terrifies me to be honest joe pesci but he's so little yeah Yeah, no i know seen him kill someone with a biro so i mean oh Oh, right yeah what what film is that Uh, that was casino wasn't it oh no yeah yeah casino good feathers is the one where he just stabs him with a Big old knife in the boot of the car. Goodfellas is the one where he's like, um, "Is that?" I mean, he's like, "Am I funny? Am I a joker? Is this funny yeah. to you?" That's chill, funny. How? How am I funny? Well, yeah. funny guy. It is a pen in casino. You're right. It's in the bookies, isn't it? Yeah. Just fucking destroys him with a pen, pops him in the eye. Yeah, that's a crazy film. Never seen it. Uh, from Very the top. Well, you hear, ah, my best but Gollum again here he is watch out it's uh to Colin from the top of the stairs shouts oh no I'm really scared really sarcastically the bastard oh, I'm 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 gonna kill this uh kobold kill, uh, I'm, kill. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna I'm, I'm like this is not a PG-13 movie uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to string him up by his entrails. Let's go! Hey, yeah! Are you in suit? I presume you are. I was actually, have we got eyes on him or is he just hearing his voice? 
can just hear it coming up from the attic. You can just hear his voice and some footsteps. All right, I'm gonna. I will follow behind Droop, but I'll give it like ten foot. Uh, for the sake of this, I'm gonna pop you all up. Um, oh, another map. Another. Oh yeah. There you go. Ignore the wall down the middle. We're gonna skip that because that might take some more time than I originally planned. <laughs> can you all see that? All right. Yes. Yeah. You'll yeah. be able to move and whatnot. So up here, it's just an attic. There's lots of old belongings that have been in storage. At the far end, you can see a bed. Uh, there is no kobold in sight. Clearly, uh, he's hiding under the bed. <laughs> Let's get out there. Let's go. Over Come there. here, kid. Get out, kobold. Not going <laughs> to hurt you. Kobold. Get one, little kobold. <laughs> I look under the bed. Look under the bed, roll me an investigation. This is my Home Alone Marv quote to Droop. He's only a kid, Droop. We can take him. <laughs> Investigation's an 11. Lovely. Uh, the, it's completely empty under the bed. You see nothing at all. Uh, roll me a perception check if you are very good at noticing things. <laughs> well, yeah. well, I mean, I am proficient in perception. Are you proficient? Go on. That'll be a, a 16. 16. Uh, you notice that just above the bed, there is a window that is open. Above the bed is a window that is open. You need to stand on the bed. Let's get out of the roof. There's <laughs> 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 the zip wire. <laughs> <laughs> There's a zip wire leading out to a tree. Uh, what do I see at the tree? As you look out the window, you sit on like several different maps at the minute. Um, as you look out the window, right at the other end of it, there's a, a very large oak tree in the garden and the zip wire leads deep into the shrubbery. And you hear a voice scream from the distance. You better catch me. I'm going to call the police now. <laughs> <laughs> you just went on a <laughs> I will call the police. <laughs> Over Nazi, no. <laughs> Kevin McAllister, the Nazi kobold. Uh, <laughs> right, I would like to rage. Rage. Unlike the movie when they're all like slowly crawling across, I would like to try and zip line across by using like. Uh, I think what weapons have I got? I've not got. <laughs> Use your uh, belt. Did I? Uh, I'm fairly. Oh, I don't remember. Like I did say something. I'm sure I said something. Like in the very, very first episode when all the tools fell. I'm sure I said something about taking a crowbar. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah, you did. You had a crowbar and a, a plus one stapler and a crowbar. <sighs> I use a crowbar to. As you hoist yourself holding on the crowbar, dangling your little legs from it, uh, I would like you to roll me. Ooh, what do we think? Acrobatics? Yeah. Move. Um, roll me an acrobatics while I... Mm, uh, 15. As you are zooming down this thing, you can just see at the other end. It's hey, you're beautifully... Like, every, you're looking in awe as Droop is just masterfully zooming down this... Uh, down this zip wire uh just in just for a check of how quickly you can do this that's sort of how how much you propelled yourself uh roll me roll me a dexterity check and uh yeah roll me a dexterity check i rolled an 18 
An 18, lovely. You zip to it. At the other end, you just peek as you see a kobold standing there with some very large clippers. (laughs) (laughs) Just about to cut this tripwire, but you beat him to it. You pushed off with such an immense speed. You burst through the window that's there and uh, and you kick him across and you knock him prone. You are currently standing in a treehouse. The rest of you having seen this, I'll allow you a few seconds to decide if you want to do anything before we fuck around with some maps. I'm, go- I'm going straight after him. Yeah, follow. I'll take my belt holster and... Yeah. I'll zip line it. Have a couple of acrobatics checks then. You, roll, you can roll it with advantage because you've, you've seen him call this out, so you're a bit cocky about it as well. I rolled an 18, 19. Uh, yeah. 22. Gosh, look at you. Like the, uh, It's like the three musketeers of uh, the D&D world. Okay, so I am thinking of, um, uh, I think, I think it's Tango and Cash, Kurt Russell and Sylvester Stallone. And they break out of the prison. And when they break out of the prison, don't they take like a running jump off of the roof and then like whip, whip their belts round the wire? And then sit sit flying down the wire. That's what I'm thinking of. I've never seen it, but I've seen that bit. (laughs) I remember my mate, John Williams asking my dad to buy him Tango and Cash in Woolworths in Chadwell Heath <laughs> and because the woman wouldn't sell it to him and my dad was like yeah no worries and he took it out to buy it and the woman was like you're buying that for that boy aren't you and she was like <laughs> my dad was like yeah so and she was like you're disgusting you'd probably buy him alcohol or cigarettes wouldn't you as well and he was like no it's like a film it's like a shit Sylvester Stallone and Kurt Russell movie honestly Wow. Yeah. <laughs> she probably got ratty with him as well. That, that film's absolutely fucking brilliant, though. I haven't seen it in years. I mean, like, as like 80s, possibly yeah. early 90s, but I think it's 80s action action films go. It's brilliant. I just remember whenever it was on ITV, they dubbed the shit out of it. And one of the classic one was uh, when he goes, Rambo is a pussy. He was like, he changed it to Rambo is a primitive. <laughs> It's just there's a whole bit that doesn't work there's a whole bit in like the setup at the beginning when when one of them I can't remember which one catches like a thief or a criminal and they're on a roof and he's pretending to like he's like doing the bad cop like I'm going to blow you up or something and he, I'm sure there's a bit of a grenade and that, that was always dubbed as well but I can't yeah. remember what it was I, I watched Kindergarten Cop the other day that was on like in the afternoon at oh, yeah. some point and they'd cut so much mm. out of it i was like jesus this is a kid's film anyway but it was fucking awful i mean it's bad anyway but nah it's a classic that's it they're, they're who's the your shit. daddy and what does he do <laughs> <laughs> right you are standing droop above a, a prone uh kobold i would like everybody to roll me probably for the last time some inisha time please <laughs> So by the time you seem get there, Burr and Millicent, you see Droop uh, standing um, above the body of a, a kobold that's been knocked prone. So Burr, you are up first immediately. So, sorry, the uh, kobold's been knocked cold. So as, as Droop come through, the, I mean, does Droop, would Droop get any sort of... <laughs> I see you coming, so you don't get a surprise round, but nah. I suppose it's fair that we'll go with it. Droop. Uh, as Droop came through the window, he sort of kicked over the uh, the kobold. So knocking. Okay, so he's prone. So there's a prone kobold on the floor. Okay, well I'll go and attack non-lethal 
three, four. I'm going to go here. So then I he's flanked and attacking non non lethal. Uh, that's a two or a four. <laughs> For fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that if he's if he's prone on the floor, you get advantage anyway. But like a two and a yeah, four is fucking shit. A two and a four is awful. Throw these dice in a river. After the day you've had, Bo, you've, you've attempted in three doors. None of it's worked. You've damaged. <laughs> I've danced. And I didn't want to. You've had a little dance. You've uh, you didn't do too bad against a suit of armor, but you are officially fucked off. Nothing's going your way. You were meant to be going to a party, and yeah. this shit's. This is it. Where are the other guests? Oh well. I guess you have a couple. You have a little swing at him, and you yeah hit the uh, the flooring of the uh, of the uh, treehouse. Anything tree else you want? To That's it. I'm done. Can do. Lovely droop. I'm not going to bother disengaging. Okay. Uh, So, cool. Okay, so rage. Advantage on strength checks and saves, and then many damage bonus plus two and resistance, blah, 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 blah. So, I would like to... uh, I'm going to rage, but then... I'm going to jump on him while he's prone on the floor and attempt to grapple him, which is a strength check. So I get advantage. Right. Awesome. <laughs> I've got minus two to strength. But here we go. There's a bit of fun. Uh, <clears throat> I've rolled a 16, so 14. He has, and it's an opposed check. That's how that works. So you would then uh, strength or dexterity, so acrobatics or athletics opposed beating uh, whatever I just said, 14. Uh, I'll go for a general strength. What did you get? I hit a 14. He rolled an astounding final number, two. Yeah. (laughs) So Duke was like raging. He's like, ah, and just jumps on him and pins him down to the ground. And he's like, and then just kind of like shaking him. He's like, tell me where Pock is or I'll fucking fong you. (laughs) (laughs) Your entrails will will become extrails. <laughs> your insides are outside. Uh, right, is, does that end your turn then? That's my action, yeah. He replies with... This is my precious. So please stop me. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I didn't mean I just want the gold. I just want the gold, the precious things. Yes, in the in the treehouse. I'm sorry. I didn't mean any any harm. Please don't hurt me. Please don't hurt me. He's there. He's right there. No, no. Please let me go. Let me go. And uh, he's going to use his action to uh, to just plead for his life. He's going to make an attempt to break your grapple. Yeah. So basically, like when when it's someone's restrained, um, they get a condition. Ah, hang about. I have cunning actions. Can so... I use my action to disengage with your grapple? Does that work? So no. Um, sure. Is it going to be in your? Did you put a compendium in here? You didn't. Uh, no. Uh, okay, so I'll have to look it up in the book. Um, what do you want to know? Canning action or no? The restrained condition. Uh, uh, oh, I see. I've got it right here. So I, I didn't bring up me. Uh, I've got like a digital DM screen on here, but I've not opened it. Restrained <laughs> creature speed becomes zero. It can't benefit from any bonus to its speed. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. The creature has disadvantage on any dexterity saving throws. Um, you want to add to break a restraint. 
So I think basically it's another opposed role to break it. It's grapple is the rule. So I think it's just another um, would be another roll off. Uh, I think. Uh, yeah, we'll do a strength versus strength combat. <laughs> when when it gets complicated, I hand the DM in back over. <laughs> That's fine. There you go. You can look it up. I don't understand. Grappling. When you want to grab a creature or wrestle with it, you can use the action attack to the attack action to make a special melee attack a grapple if you're able to make multiple attacks you can do this replaces one of them that's fine so uh we did the first bit it's an opposed role escaping a grapple a grappled creature can use its action to escape to do so it must succeed on a strength athletics or dexterity acrobatics check contested by my strength athletics check so it's uh it is it's basically another roll off Okay, and that would be its, its action, so it wouldn't be able to make an a, attack or anything like that. Uh, I've already rolled mine, so I won't touch it. Okay, so I'm still uh, raging, so I get advantage on that strength. Um, and this time I rolled a 19 minus 2, so 17. Oh, uh, I rolled a 17 minus 2, so 15. There we go, so it stays grappled. Uh, and that thus ends its turn, begging for its life. As uh, its 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 sneaky ways have been discovered. Sorry, I guess the grappled condition. So a grappled creature's speed becomes zero. Can't benefit from it by speed, and that's it. Its speed just becomes zero. So technically, it can still do anything it wants. Uh, it can still attack, can't so it? So it can still technically attack. Yeah, it's just can't um, move away. But you've used the action to try and uh, break. So yeah. Now legendary actions. How do they work? Do they go on top of actions? Oh, you've okay. So, legendary actions can typically be. I think normally they are used as reactions after the end of yes, that, the, yeah. another creature's turn. Um, no, no, it's 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 terrified. It's 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 begging for its life, and that 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 ends its turn. Millicent, decision is yours. He <laughs> said a pox over there, didn't he, or something? Said something like that. Can I see pox? Can't. Is pox inside the suit of armor? Uh, I'm. I mean. I'll let the lad sort this out. I'm going to use my action to investigate <laughs> where Pock might be if he's about. Lovely. So where where are you where are you looking? I'll head over for the suit of armor. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> okay. Run in investigation. Yes, sir. Oh, lovely. Uh, twenty-five. Twenty-five. So you reach over, and uh, you start. You maybe you maybe try the helmet first. You know, like take it off and see if you can see. And yeah. Up and there's just an empty, empty gap where the head should be. And uh, what's your uh, what's what's your general intelligence? Well, my intelligence is oh good sixteen plus three. Sixteen plus three, lovely. This suit of armor is probably about six foot. <laughs> so really, box. Okay, so I'll take the waist take the waist off. <laughs> As you take the waist off, there inside, tied up the suit of armor, there's your good old friend Pock with some. Uh, you're not sure what it is, but it looks like uh, some silvery black tape across his mouth. <laughs> I will start to endeavour to release him, and that'll probably be the end of my turn. I don't think I'll do much more on that. Yeah, that's it done. So you pull Pock out, and he kind of lumps forward, and he's, he's sort of semi-conscious. He's like, oh. Oh, 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 Kyle! Thank you very much for coming. What, what, what's going? Where, where, where am I? Why is it all dark? Why are you all here? Who's that? Where am I? Um, am I in a tree? Why am I in the tree? I've not been here. Is that all my stuff? What, what's going on? Are you? Merry Christmas. Um, 
<laughs> then he says, so it's very confused. He's very bewildered. Um, Millicent, as that was your turn, I'm going to we'll do a few more rounds. Hand that over to Burr. So we've still got the issue of a kobold. In the um, well, what do we do this kobold? We can't talk. Can we tie him up? He's currently being restrained by a very, very angry goblin. Can I? You've all got rope. You can. Yeah. What can I do to tie him up? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Just tie him up. I'll let, I'll let you have that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I suppose you could make like a survival roll to see how well you tie him up, and whether you know, like. But I mean, it's it's nearly eleven. You've you've t- you tied him. I'll tell you yeah. what, but. I'll let you have something this game because you've hey, I've, I've, I've lost on everything else. See Burr really now trying to make up for it, tying all these fucking wonderful knots. <laughs> <laughs> really once, I've, <laughs> once I've tied him up, can I use that feather in my hat to tickle his balls? <laughs> you absolutely can. Perfect. <laughs> Lovely. Oh, no, stop it. Stop it. Tickle, tickle. And <laughs> uh, so there's, there's, there's pot. Guys, guys, we'll, we'll end the initiative there. Oh, guys. You, you, you made it. Oh, thank you. What's going on? What What's happened? It's, it says, is that a kobold? Fucking kobolds. Yeah, we got him for your pocket. Are you okay? Oh, thank you very much. I was I was just wrapping your your presents and I, I couldn't wait for your arrival. And, and I noticed that the kobolds, one, one of them tried to break in the other day and... Uh, he, he told me that he he would be back when I when I I gave him a little thunder wave up the arsehole. That, that soon <laughs> soon got rid of him, and uh, he was like he he'll be back soon. And he did a an evil laugh, and so I got a bit scared and decided to set the house up with lots of lots of lots of traps. But he must have uh, all I remember was was wrapping your your loot, Millicent, and then suddenly everything went went dark. Yeah, I've got I've got a question about that. Why why did the loot? Why was the loot so enchanted that it might have killed us all? Enchanted? Oh no 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 no! I will see. I've 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 been learning some new new spells, and I I, I cast a wonderful little spell um, called uh, uh, I can't remember now, but I did look it up. Um, it, uh, it 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 <laughs> just a lovely little spell that would make an animation come to life, and uh, I thought you'd lovely if it picked it up and it played you a little song. Was was the spell called GIF? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Maybe I, uh, I I bought it off the black market. You see, maybe it was there was something wrong with it. I'm not. What happened? Are you okay? Have you got the receipt? <laughs> I, unfortunately, not. No. Um, uh, that's probably just as well. I think we smashed it anyway. I appreciate the thought. Uh, we are fine. What day is it today? It, it just so happens to be Christmas Day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh fuck of me! Well, Merry Christmas, guys! Ah, yeah. oh, Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Let's get pissed, everyone! <laughs> Merry Christmas! God, God, uh, uh, pay law, bless us, everyone, or whatever. That um, does that, um, anyone fancy kobold for uh, dinner? Oh well, look, everyone, follow me. I've got such a lovely festive treat inside, and uh, uh, and uh, he opens up a little hatch that leads to a ladder that goes down the. Uh, cool. And you all head inside, and you have a, a wonderful Christmas dinner with with Puck and uh, and your plus one stapler. And do your uh, dance around the going, Ah, dee, hoo, 
Holy Happy Christmas Which is the best impression you're going to get of the uh, song from the end of the Grinch you're going to get uh, and, and of course before we, we, we leave the treehouse um, I basically wrap the, the rope um, that the kobold has been tied up with around his neck a couple of times and just chuck him out the window uh, and, <laughs> and then we leave <laughs> so as you're all sitting down around enjoying festive dinner talking of adventures past and uh adventures maybe to come um you're you're all sitting there and uh pop goes oh oh i've i've bought us all a wonderful little christmas present and he hands out these envelopes and he passes on and um as you all open them it turns out to be uh four uh how many of there are you four five maybe tickets um to uh, to New York for uh, next Christmas, because uh, I thought we could all go away on holiday together. <laughs> I can't wait till next Christmas. <laughs> very, good. very very good, Sean. Absolutely brilliant. And uh, do you know what? I even had another map that you you didn't venture down to the basement. So because yeah, I vaguely a... remembered seeing like some doors to the basement, like but uh... um, I'll just pop it up for you because otherwise uh, it's a waste. No one will, no one will ever see, see the light of day. There's the basement. Oh, lovely! What traps were in the basement then? Oh, some wonderful things. Now, if you would have turned the light on because you couldn't see, then uh, an iron would have caved your fucking head in. Uh, <laughs> The, these top uh, stairs on the outside were very slippery. The stairs on the inside had loads of nails through. Um, and then if you would have got all the way down and landed yourself about 30 foot from the fireplace, it would have started spouting some fireballs at you. That's fireballs? Yeah. <laughs> <Fuck That's cool. laughs> that would have been a TPK. <laughs> <laughs> uh, isn't it a fireball? 8d10 damage. Yeah, something ridiculous like that. Yeah, it's like... I liquidated the absolute shit out of it. It was, uh, you would have been fine. It was just, it would have spouted some, you know, like the angry whatever it is down in the basement. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. Well, he's scared of it, isn't he? Because it's. And there was a, a secret way to turn it off as well. But uh, maybe we'll save that till next year. <laughs> Uh, very, very good. Like for you know what, uh, everybody. This is Sean's very, very first time ever GMing in these episodes. Um, you know, I've it back over to you guys. Pretty much no, mate, you've done such an amazing job. Um, you know, like I've got, I've got a couple of years of uh, experience, um, but you guys are the only only the second group I've ever GMed. So um, I know Lisa's got experience, but I mean, you've before you joined this podcast. On episode three, you had never played before, and that was six months ago. And your GM in uh, a semi-homebrew adventure, like you have done a fucking cracking job. And I look okay. forward to when when you can do it again. You know, because you actually have written an entire homebrew adventure, which we were planning on getting together and playing like back in yeah. September. We never did. Definitely um, one face to face, I think. Yeah, and I can't wait. You've done a cracking job. Uh, yeah, I'm quite happy to be able to hand over the torch and uh, <laughs> give up the role of GM. <laughs> That's been brilliant. So thank you very much. Thank you, Sean. Yeah, cheers, Sean. Thank you very much. Um, and and Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, you know, God bless us, everyone, all that nonsense. Um, let's zoom into that so people can see that. Can I just 
I need to ask this question. Have oh, you yeah. seen Home Alone 1 recently? Yeah, like last week. Right no. at the end, when <laughs> when um, when Kevin says, well, like, oh, I've got nothing in the house. You know, when they've all come back from Paris and they're all fine yes. at home. He goes, oh, I've got nothing in the house. He's like, I went shopping. I got detergent and milk. And then uh, the dad comes in and goes, what else have you been up to while we've been away? Oh, just hanging around. <laughs> and the dad goes, what a funny little guy. That is the weirdest fucking lock of dialogue. In any <laughs> part of that, like, what's, what, whose dad says, oh, funny little guy. Sorry. <laughs> I was thinking about that scene all through the last five minutes of the game, thinking, is, is Sean going to give me an opportunity to say, just hanging around? <laughs> you know what? I've been meaning to watch it. And I've not, oh. if I'd have had a chance, there would have been so many more quotes. <laughs> I was like, the fuck is that about? It's so weird. But anyway. i tell you what, one thing that it didn't quite pan out as I'd planned just before we all go to bed was uh, in this room here, the room with the mirrors, I had a wonder little thing that I found in this really old D&D book. And I was like, oh, that'd be fun. And I'm kind of glad it didn't work out because... Uh, it would have been all night. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, so Gav, I just want to say, you know the door that you couldn't get through? It just, if you stood yeah. on the pressure plate immediately behind the door, that one there, the door would have opened. Yeah. So if you'd have stood there, it would have come uh, out. Right. But there was a lovely little basilisk hiding behind one of these mirrors right, waiting to pounce. Uh, each one of them had like a, uh, mirror, a minor illusion spell on it. Cool so I, I was thinking like, when he first went in there in the door locks, I was like, well, it's, it's either going to be like um, a mimic, like in the chest, or like you're going to have to smash the mirrors or something's going to come out of the mirrors. Like there's definitely yeah. something to do with, with them. Yeah. But for time. I thought when I opened the door on the other side that Burr wouldn't be there. And then when he opened the door, it would he'd be somewhere else. Oh, that would have been amazing. Yeah. You open the door and he's not there. And as you go in, Burr's inside one of the mirrors. Or well, that would have been. Whoa. Keep that one for a later adventure. Luke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free. <laughs> that would have been cool. I don't charge. <laughs> I think you found pretty much everything else. Um, I don't think there was much missing. Yeah, I mean, I think there was. Um, looks like there's another two rooms, but I mean, I'm sure it was. You know what? I think there were toilets. I think. Yeah. And the basement, yeah. obviously. But I mean, like, it's one of those things. Like, in, 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 there was a lot of traps. That's what the encounters were, rather than fights. You know, like, yeah, if, if we'd. Bad. Like you're not going there, so let's bang it in. Yeah. You know, we were just like, bang, let's just go through the front door. But if we, you know, like in the film, but if we'd been like, let's go around the back then, you know, yeah. like we would have experienced other stuff. But no, it was... It was... Party at one point. I wasn't too sure if you was going to go together or split up. Uh, part of me thought about it, like right at the big, right at the very beginning, I was like, okay, so, so maybe I should just like... One of us goes around the back and went, but because that's what, of course, what happens in the film. But then I'm thinking, yeah. as a D and D player, like, don't fucking split the party. Let's just go through the front door, you know. <laughs> um, but it was, it was really, really good. I really appreciate oh, the break that you've given me. Um, <coughs> we will talk offline, but I'm kind of thinking like real world time, 15th of December. Mm-hmm. The next two weeks are kind of Christmas and New Year's holidays. I'm kind of assuming that we'll probably take a break recording and meet back up in january i mean to be fair there's no reason why i couldn't play next week i i can't do tuesday but any other day 
pretty much. I'm fine. I think I'm I'm working until about six. Yeah, I think we at least next week we'll take the week off for the few of you that do join us in the stream. We'll take next week off. Um, maybe the week after Christmas or or maybe the week after New Year's. Yeah. We'll, we'll... I think between um, Christmas and New Year, we all just kind of want to hang out. Exactly. We could a little um. We could play some Jackbox games rather than playing D and D and just hang. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it might be. Yeah, maybe just do something. Just like again, no offense to our listeners, but maybe just do something for us to, rather than. I think podcast wise as well. Looking at what's happening in the next few weeks, I think it's probably going to be a break from where we've left off now, and then what I'll do is I'll find a few days to catch up and then release a, like a catch up episode, maybe back in the new year before we start again just to get us back on track yeah I mean like I said the last episode was the episode that I fucked Pock up for all of the Yorks um, and obviously like, Pock survives oh spoilers because of course people don't know what's happened and then they're hopefully going to get these Christmas episodes not knowing what's happened so obviously Pock survives because here he is a year <laughs> in the future um, or is it or is this it? could be his twin yeah, I, who knows uh, troll <laughs> troll um, Pock and troll but yeah, yeah. So we've had because of this, and because Sean's been working really, you know, quite a lot um, on various different projects. The main shows had a bit of a, a, a break, so that's that's why. If you're wondering why, uh, I probably should have put stuff out on Twitter and stuff, but you know, no one actually really pays attention to anything I post. So I was only deciding that now. To be fair. Um, well, I mean, you didn't release an episode last week and you haven't released one this week, so I kind of no. just figured that you just had a break. But that's fine. I, I, just, well, I just forgot, to be honest, and did that. Like, <laughs> anyway, I'm covering oh. for you. Like, it's been busy, it's been working. <laughs> and it's just, I just oh. couldn't be fucking bothered, to be honest. <laughs> just fuck you guys. <laughs> Under the beard, I can't really make any sense of anything. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, we're on a break until New Year. <laughs> so, if you want to know, if you want, if you think you go see yourselves, um, you know what? We've we've been listening to this show now for a couple of months. You know that they've really helped me get through lockdown and through COVID, and they've really brought a smile to my face. I really wish that I could give something back to them as it's Christmas. You know, do us a favor, uh, follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, at Show D and D, or just search for the Dice and Die. Um, basically, Dungeons Dragon podcast. Um, Instagram, but more than that, um, give us a review. Go to iTunes would be the best place, but otherwise Stitcher. There's a great website called Podchaser, which you can review us on, uh, or just any old app, whatever you use, Podcast Addict, um, any old app. Give us a review, um, as that really would kind of give back to us a little bit. It shows us that, you know, it's just nice nice to see. It really kind of makes it all worthwhile. And also, it does help attract new listeners to the show. Um, and if you do so, I shall read it out for you. Just like uh, uh, this person, Rhino1404, who says, Brilliant D&D general chat pod, five stars. I think I've read this one out before. I am sorry. He says, I love a D&D podcast, but it's really nice to find other British creators interested in the hobby. Really enjoyed the first episode and would recommend it to anybody else. Um, I'm actually starting to run out of... Our reviews so we need some more we need some more we need more reviews come on um, I think some of my students have stumbled across the podcast oh no stumbled or have you pointed them in the direction a, bit, a little bit of both because they one of my students started their own podcast and as I was chatting to them about our one uh, some months how it's done I didn't tell them where to go but they found it oh brilliant um, uh, 
because I think I probably share some on Instagram. They figured out on my Instagram. Blah, blah, blah. But anyway, long story short, we've got a few more listeners probably. That's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, considering the fact we've not released an episode in two weeks, actually our numbers are still looking all right. I'm quite impressed yep. on download. So obviously new people are finding us and downloads inside the back catalogue. We've, uh, I, I won't go into detail now, um, but we had a great review this week, actually a really good review come through. Um, but I'll save that for when I get to it because I'm going in, sort of chronological order on the show um so but you know people are reviewing and we really really do appreciate it. and as i say it really does help drive those numbers because the more reviews we've got the higher like i say you know when some people are searching we appear higher up in you know you know um the more reviews the more comments we've got on your on the apps the more likely we are to appear in those searches for new listeners uh, and i say it all the time you know you guys listen to us for a reason so share the love tell your friends tell your gaming gaming groups you know about us um I've also told about 300 kids this month as well. So, yeah, <laughs> Father Christmas is. <laughs> I was standing yeah. across like, <laughs> now Sandra takes part in a little podcast. Now, don't listen to the start because he gets very angry about the Tories, the cunts. But what would you like for Christmas? I'm going to tell a listen in. <laughs> this is it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably best not to let your children listen to it. But, um, <laughs> Anyway, on that note, guys, love you all. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Hope Merry you get Christmas. what you want. Peace and love to all men. Um, <laughs> and women. And women. And women. everybody else in between. And, and whoever you... Non-binary. You know, this um, is it. Everyone. Everyone. Or, you know... Um, Whatever pronoun you choose to be. Yeah. And be safe. You know, I think it's been a while since I said that. I used to say that all the time. Be safe, you know. Uh, what but... was the little thing we come up when it like stay safe, roll high? Yeah, that was it. Stay... <laughs> those first, dice never die. Those <laughs> first months, yeah. Dice never die. Stay safe, roll high. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. a Christmas jumper. That one. That's the one. Peace out, guys. Uh, look after yourselves. Thank you very much for joining bye. us this bye, evening. Bye. Very Christmas. <laughs> play podcasts have to offer think again i'm nate (coughs) peterson i'm nate peterson the 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 dungeon master (laughs) yes Stuart. what can i do for you i know not of this Stuart. my name is dweezel vanzafir the bard of bards well firstly your name's Stuart, and you're from yorkshire Secondly, I'm, I don't know if you've noticed, I'm trying to record an advert for our show. Well, firstly, in your parlance, I've never even heard of this Yorkshire. And secondly, if there is a show to be advertised, then surely it should be I, Dweezel Vanzafir, to do the advertising. I wouldn't have thought so. I mean, surely this is a job for me as the Dungeon Master. Uh, perhaps a, uh... <laughs>
song. No, I certainly don't think it's time for a song. Five adventurers, brave and true, strong of will and strong of arm. A band unbreakable through and through, they protect each other from insult and harm. What more persuasion could one require? Tune in to hear our tales. Dyson Desire. You see, Stuart, words do have power, but certainly not as much power as the Dungeon Master. Join me as I corral my merry band of misfits who storm King's Thunder every week on Dyson Desire, a 5e actual play podcast. Welcome to Roleplay Retcon Studios, located at the nexus of all alternate universes, including the sexy vampire ones. Ooh. At Roleplay Retcon, we remake famously disappointing movies using comedy, hindsight, and tabletop RPGs. Like Dungeons and Dragons? Yes, but specifically not Dungeons and Dragons. We take a second pass at guilty pleasures like Batman and Robin or Indiana Jones in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and even some controversial favorites like Twilight. But I love those movies. We do too, and all of the movies we do have something to love. If they didn't, there would be nothing to reimagine. At the end of each series, we compare our vision to the original films, because why the f*** not? I can't wait to listen to Roleplay Retcon, wherever podcasts are available. I'm going to listen to it before you do. 